With Siyata Dishmaya, this is going to be Bezat Hashem of this series, Meeting with the King of Kings. This is going to be our last uh, lesson. And so we have a new series beginning, not of Meeting with the King of Kings, because this basically what you've been learning so far in these past 46 today would be 46 and the previous lessons all up until now is a step-by-step -step guide on how to achieve that connection and that bond with your creator again you should not be skipping steps and you should not be advancing forward if you have not been able to master the previous lesson which can take time a lot of time weeks months years even to probably be able to say that a person can truly master it so with that being said we have to remember our level and where we're holding. We can't jump ahead of ourselves because it's not good for us. On the contrary, it could be harmful. So we have to understand where we're holding. and We have to learn as much as we can before we move to the next stage. So if you've been able to skip through all these rungs to this lesson, I suggest you go back to the beginning and you start from anew, from the first lesson. Again, we are on, on uh, trusthashem.org, a website where it's there. And also, if you go to the description, of this group you can see the podcast in which we update with the lessons of meeting with the king of kings as well so you need to really go back to the beginning to the first lesson and start anew this is lifelong work this does not just stop here even though this is the last of our lessons that we're going to go through today it's not the end because this work is eternal and this is work that we have to do constantly so again I urge you, go back to the first lesson and start from scratch and continue. And, and don't move to the next level until you master the level in which you need to acquire. Okay, so now let's continue in these lessons and our, our, our final lesson of meeting with the King of Kings. So in this final lesson, we're going to deal with another example, another concept, which without it, you cannot, you cannot attain the Vegas to Hashem. So people have all sorts of questions about life. They don't understand the Shoah, the Holocaust. They wonder why one person suffers while another leads to a happy life and so on. And there are many things they don't understand. And they ask, why is this so? So a question implies that while some things are clear to a person, and therefore he doesn't ask about them, there are certain things that are confusing about what sh which he does ask. But the truth is that the whole world is one big question. The answer to all the questions we have is very simple. Hashem responds, don't ask questions. On Pesach, there are questions and answers. Pesach is the first of the holidays and the beginning of our avoda. It's based on questions and answers. But the last of the holidays in the yearly cycle is Purim, which shares the same numerical value as She'elah. And so, on Purim, we rectify the problem of questioning. In the process of one's avoda, you enter, a person enters deeper levels and yearns to reach the truth. But you must then understand one thing. We don't ask why about the world. We ask only what. What does Hashem request of me? We must know what our responsibility is. And we have no answer to as to why Hashem requires something or why he did a certain act. There are profound reasons for this. The first reason is that man is a creation and Hashem is the creator. And we cannot even begin to understand anything about his acts. 
and the attempt to understand his works, the mere thought of it reveals the pathetic lowliness of the created being who presumes that, 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 that we can understand it. We can't understand anything. We don't know why we wash our hands. We must learn Torah or why we must keep the mitzvot. We know that we must do and we do it because we are commanded to. Hazal asks, why do we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah? And they answer, the compassionate one said to blow. And that is to say, we cannot question why we blow. Hashem said to blow, so we must blow without asking questions. And we cannot understand anything. The only thing that we can understand is that we must observe the 613 mizvot of the Torah, the seven mizvot ordained by the rabbis and all the other details. Other than that, we know nothing of Hashem's thoughts. Our avoda in Torah is to understand what we can. But we have to realize that we don't understand the essence of the Torah. So why then must we engage in the study of something that we cannot fully grasp in any case? And the real answer is that Hashem said we must learn. So if we would, if, if, if he would have said, if Hashem would have said, count from morning to night, one, two, three, four, until reaching a certain number and then go to sleep, then that's exactly what we would have to do. Why would Hashem want us to count? I don't know, but if he had ordered it, then we should do it. So Hashem did not order us to count from morning to night, but he did order us to learn Torah and keep the mitzvot and that's why we do so so what what does he get out of our torah and mitzvot it really makes no difference we can't really understand why we learn torah or do mitzvot or why there is even a world but hashem tells us listen to what i say and do it so another reason we should not ask not seek answers to such questions is that every moment and every faculty we have received are given to us so that we can serve Hashem. If we use our time and energy to figure out why things are as they are, we're investing them in matters other than Hashem's will. And so Hashem does not ask us to understand why. He only says, do. When a person asks a lot of questions, he's wasting his precious time and energy. So thus, there are two general reasons why we should not ask such questions. Number one, we cannot receive answers because a mortal cannot understand such concepts with our intellect. Number two, our resources and time are limited. We have to utilize them for their intended purpose. Every moment must be devoted to serving the creator. And if he has not commanded us to ask questions, it's a waste of time to do so. So this principle cannot be heard of if it is to be adequately absorbed it's not enough to intellectually be aware of the fact that we cannot understand hashem's ways we have a heart of stone which always demands to understand so we must take this desire for understanding and nullify it and although the nature of the heart is to understand our avoda is to understand only what hashem wants us to understand and beyond that there's no need to understand anything the very desire to understand is a fault. And although we find the Sephora Makedoshim do explain much about Hashem's ways, we must know that those explanations are meant only for one who has not yet perfected himself. So if we do not give explanations to calm his heart, 
His heart will oppose the ways of the Creator and he will not be able to progress in his avodah. So therefore, in the beginning, we have to explain to the heart. Just as on Pesach, we ask questions and give answers. But you must know that this is not the goal. It is only a means in order to calm the heart while one is on the path. You can utilize the information from this forum to answer particular questions that bother you. Question, why would such a terrible thing happen? Answer, it is to rectify a certain sin. Question, why did that tragic event happen to him? Answer, it is to rectify something from the previous Gilgul. But if one asks why he was punished and is not calmed until he learns that he's punished for a certain sin or a previous Gilgul, he doesn't possess simple faith in the Creator. So what difference does the answer make to you? Did Hashem do it? Yes. Does he know what he's doing? Yes. Then why must you know his reason? If you wonder, now that I have suffered, perhaps I need to correct something, that may be an appropriate request. But there's no place for merely asking, why did this happen to me? All the explanations written in Sephorim Akedoshim are just to calm a person who is still progressing in Avodah. But when you want to reach the deepest level of Avodah, the goal of knowledge is to know that we do not know. You must comprehend that you cannot comprehend anything. And this work of understanding in our heart that we cannot understand is an inherent contradiction to the heart's deepest desire to be a lave mevin, an understanding heart. The nullification of one's sense of knowing is essentially a nullification of, cre of created beings' natural yearning. But this itself is a secret of transcendence to the extent that one nullifies himself and literally becomes his emuna, he is no longer a separate creation, but rather an agent of the creator. But if he insists on understanding things and tries to fit Hashem's acts into human containers, which is our way of thinking, then a person separates himself from Hashem and cannot be one with him. So every one of us, each and every one of us, we have to eventually reach this level of emunah. But the question is if it will be in this world or the next. So the path to this level is long. It's long and you have to, you have to first fulfill all that has been presented up until this point. But the ultimate goal is to realize that you are here for one purpose. For one purpose. To do the will of Hashem. And to understand that you cannot understand. And this comprehension that you cannot comprehend is an awesome level that only very few people can truly attain. And many can say the words, I understand that I don't understand. But their hearts completely contradict that affirmation. So if one is truly on the level where he's not bothered by the fact that he doesn't understand then even if suffering does come to him, not only will he not be angry, but he'll have no questions. He'll say to Hashem, even if the suffering does not rectify any sins, I'm not troubled. If you did this, Hashem, it must be perfectly fine. And as long as one seeks answers, a person is far from this level. If when experiencing some form of suffering, a person thinks, thank God, Baruch Hashem, this is rectifying my sins, or as people say, an atonement for sins, then you should know 
that he's not yet on this level. If he thinks that suffering must atone for sins, he needs to calm his heart that way and he still has a desire to understand suffering. So a person has to feel inside that a person doesn't care why he suffers. The one thing must be clear to him. Hashem sent the suffering. And Hashem knows very well what he's doing. And that's all there is to know. A person doesn't need to understand anything else. If Eliyahu Hanavi will come and reveal to him that there is no such thing as reincarnation and rectification of sins, he wouldn't say that because the Sephorim HaKadushim have already stated that these truths. But he will not be bothered at all. So it's clear that the one who brought the suffering was the creator and there are no questions on him. So we are familiar with innumerable questions. Why does that individual have such a hard time finding a spouse? Why does that kind of person have financial troubles? The truth is that there isn't even a single question in the world. So one must live with true simplicity with the creator. As it says, be simple with Hashem, your God. A simple person has no questions. It's, it's not that he doesn't understand enough to ask because such a person is on the lower level known as he knows not how to ask. He knows not how to ask. The simple, the simple person is on the level where he doesn't ask because he understands that there is no need to ask. He has no need to receive answers. He yearns only to do the will of Hashem, even without knowing reasons. So when a person lives this way, he reaches the inner state of simplicity. And with simplicity, he has no questions at all throughout life. By fulfilling, be simple. He is with Hashem your God. An awesome, the Vegas. So, as in all areas of Midot, which exists both on the conscious and the subconscious levels, so too, there are questions in the conscious mind and questions in the subconscious. So even if you think that you have no questions, you must check very deeply within. Is there really nothing about life that bothers you? Or are there certain details that do bother you? If you feel emotional pain due to any problem in life, you are not yet fully at this level. And certainly to reach this level, you need tremendous effort. And each person should take these ideas and progress with them as much as you can. But the goal is to live with simple emuna in the Creator without any questions. And no matter what happens, no matter what, you should truly accept it with simcha, with joy, with the faith that He said and it came to be. And Hashem knows what He's doing. So in the previous lessons, we dealt with emuna. Havakuk came and placed the mitzvot on a single foundation as it says. The righteous man lives through his emunah. And this is the inner sense of the emunah. There are no questions. This faith is not just the emunah, that there is a creator, and not just the sense of Hashem's presence, but much more, an emunah that makes a person calm and serene his entire life. And as we said, the numerical volume of Purim is 336 and the same as that of She'elah, question. And it's also the value of Shalev, serene. Because when one nullifies all his questions, he has true serenity. A repose of truth and faith, faith 
a repose of peace and serenity. Shabbat afternoon, tefillah. And this is the deepest level that a creative being can reach. At this level, one totally nullifies himself before Hashem. A person asks no questions, but walks with Hashem with simplicity. And the closer one is to the awareness that a person can have no questions and is always happy with Hashem's actions, the closer he is to Hashem. The further one is from this awareness, the further one is from Hashem. The goal is one. I shall walk before Hashem in the land of the living. And throughout this entire work that we've been learning, all these lessons and this shiurim, we've only had one goal. It's to bring you to the state of being attached to the Creator. And you must, you must, you students, my lovely students, must take one important message away from all of these lessons, from all of these teachings that we've been learning up to now. It's nothing to do in life other than to serve Hashem and truly become close to Him. Nothing else. And we have to, of course, work with all the methods that we have been presented at length. But the main impression that you must receive from all of this information is that there is nothing to do in this world other than to serve Hashem. Anyone with a pure soul will feel in his heart the words of the wisest of men, Shlomo Amalek. Vanity of vanities, said Kohelis. So the Mashkiach, Rabbi Yeheskel Levenstein, in, uh, said that every Jew must write with the blood of his heart. The Pasuk, vanity of vanities, said Kohelis. Vanity of vanities, all is vain. It's not enough to just trust Shlomo Amalek. So of course, we have to trust our sages, but you must really sense that there is nothing else that is worthwhile to pursue here in the world. It's normal to have a fleeting pleasure when eating, but you must in general have a tremendous sense that something is still missing from your life. A feeling that there is nothing to do here in this world other than to serve Hashem and become close to Him. And this does not only apply to people on a high level. Anyone who considers the world a bit sees all in a constant state of flux. Nothing has permanence. If someone has bright expectations about the material world, he has to be delusional. You have to reach a simple discovery about life. Either we serve Hashem or we're lost even in this world. So we have to instill this truth deep in our hearts. On one hand, there's nothing to do here. But on the other hand, there is much to do. We can become close to Hashem here in this world. Our avoda must be based on one simple goal. To renounce the material side of the world while truly reaching the awareness that there's nothing significant to do here. Namely, I will walk before Hashem in the land of the living. And this is all we can do here. To walk only with Hashem. And certainly the way to get there is through Torah and mitzvot and the methods we've discussed but the goal is one to live with the creator and there's nothing else to do either we live with the creator or we have nothing david amalek said even when i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i fear no evil for you are with me so if we don't live with the creator we're in the shadow of death we have nothing 
one one who thinks a little and sees that our world is literally a valley of the shadow of death and everything is like a fleeting shadow if you've obtained for you are with me you have everything if not then you're totally empty so even if you have the gifts of this world such as family it's nice but that's not the goal the goal is one to use everything in this world for coming close to the creator and the goal is one but the means change from one person to the next the pace one adopts for his own growth is not the pace required when guiding family members and not everything that we've been learning is appropriate for everyone it can be most harmful if a person tries to impose these levels on your family for which they are not prepared so one significant distinction is that they're not necessarily as motivated to grow as you are because you're listening to the shirin and you're a student of these lessons and so therefore their growth will be much slower but you have to think very carefully about this when trying to guide them or anyone and daven from the death of your heart for success so my lovely students with hashem's help may hashem give us all success so all of us Klad Israel, especially for those that are learning and have been learning these beautiful lessons as given to us by Hagayon Rabbi Yitamar Schwartz and these teachings of building that sanctuary in our hearts and meeting with the King of Kings. And may each of us receive from these lessons what he has to receive because there are certain points that may not be applicable to everyone. And with Siyata Dishmaya, we all have the privilege to come close to the Creator and to please Him. Bezrat Hashem, as it says, happy is he who is raised with the Torah, toils in Torah and pleases His Creator. And Musiata Dishmaya, Rivono Olam can help us and to have the ability to draw every single Jew, every single Jew, close to Kadosh Baruch Hu and be in total the Vegas to our God. Bezrat Hashem. Baruch Adonai Leolama. Amen ve Amen.